You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right, recording five, four, three, two, one. Bruce Brothers, episode 12 for the culture. We are live from Eastern Market Brewing Company. I got to say, I talked about this a little bit before we turned the mics on. Absolutely love everywhere we've been. But there's something special about being in my city, born and raised in Detroit, and we're not on like the fringes of the city. We are in Eastern Market, yes. one of the most iconic places in the city, adjacent to places like Black Bottom and things like that that represent great migration and years past and things like that. So I, I just feel a different kind of energy tonight. There's a Tigers game tonight, so there's kind of a little bit of buzz down here. Um, yeah, so we're gonna get started in our usual fashion and go around the table and uh, introduce everybody who's here. I'll, I'll save our special guest for last. I'll allow him to introduce himself last. So, Wayne. Wayne, it's Wednesday. And here he's there. <laughs> Happy you? Wednesday, everybody. Yay! <laughs> uh, glad to be here, uh, as always. And we're looking forward, we got a, a fantastic show tonight. We got a few special guests coming on. Um, so I'm looking for a fun night. Sasha. With her lipstick. Sweet, huh? I'm sorry. I don't I'm know here. what else to say. I say same <laughs> hey, thing. Facebook, did you notice the lipstick? It's glitter lipstick. Oh, glitter lipstick. Comment below. Can we get a bell for some glitter lipstick? Always. There we go. And here's Grady <laughs> creeping in in the back here. Yo, he's going to subvert your mic real quick. Yo, 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 I'm here. And then we have another usual suspect, Mr. Donkers. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh, he's got a tie he's on. Fancy. Hey, this dude cleans up he's good, fancy man. Now. If I didn't know him. Or if I hadn't focused on his face, I wouldn't know. Right, me either, me either. Yeah. Um, You'll have to tell us what company he purchased later on. Right, right. So without further ado, I want to uh, allow our special guest, Dane from Eastern Market Brewing Company, to introduce himself and uh, and get our conversation going here. Hey, Dane, thanks for having us out, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my name is Dane Barch. I'm a, a founder and managing partner at Eastern Market Brewing Company. We've been open for just over a year and a half now, so we're still pretty fresh. Uh, as Harry mentioned, we're right in the heart of Eastern Market, um, and yeah, I'm excited to be here. Man, I gotta say, you guys are making some phenomenal beer. This uh, double for that. champion, this New England IPA, yeah, this, champ- yeah, this Champion Day. Hey. hey! I'm learning. Man, this Champion Day IPA is Dane amazing. with your sticky bell. It's happening now, Coconut Imperial Stout. Yeah. I'm about to get started on this barley wine. You guys are doing amazing work, man. And I and I, I'm, I feel like I've been slipping by just now getting down here. Rob has been raving about the white coffee stout for the longest, yeah, yeah. which he's brought me, which is also amazing. Good, good, yeah. um, so talk a little bit, man, about... One, what brought you down here? Yeah. Um, and two, just how things have progressed. And you said you've been around for about a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. So, um, man, it's gone really fast. Um, actually, my daughter's third birthday was uh, two days ago, mm. and I just started the idea of this business right before she was born. So we started nice. talking about it right around then, um, which is crazy time when you're about to have a baby and you're thinking about opening a brewery. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah. Because having a baby is enough. I know. And then you throw that on top. But there's never a good time to have a kid or start a business. So I just kind of did both. Um, But yeah, so. uh, Bring the bail on that. (laughs) um, Yeah, I was actually, I was, when I came, when I started the idea for the brewery, I was actually living in England. um, Mm. And I was really into the pub scene over there and just the sense of community that it created. 
Um, at the same time, I would tell people that I was from, I grew up in Ann Arbor, and I would say the nearest city was Detroit. Yeah, yeah we got yeah, we got it. Cool. <laughs> Ann Arbor via cool. exit nine. Yeah, there you go. Born in Detroit and, and now Ann Arbor. Cool. Go on, I'm sorry, yeah. go on. No, no worries. Um, um, so I was, yeah, so I, I grew up in Ann Arbor, but I would tell people I was from the Detroit area just because people didn't know Ann Arbor. Um, and the look of people that lived abroad, that were, when I was abroad, when I'd say Detroit, was just crazy. They'd yeah. act, they'd be like, how, how did you, how'd you make it? I'm like, right. well, I grew up in Ann Arbor, first of all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then we just get into these like deep debates about what it's like living in, in, in Ann Arbor and what it's like visiting Detroit. And I just found myself getting really, really passionate about everything that was going on. Um, and my wife wanted to move home and start a family, and she won, as, as, you, as you can see. She um, always wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah she always yeah. wins. But happy, happy life. Yep, happy, happy wife. wife. There you yes, go. Sir. Yep. Uh, but my deal was that we start a business. I could start a business in Detroit if we did it. Okay. And so the idea was I'd go back, uh, get a corporate job, hopefully pay off my student debt. I, was, I went to grad school over there. Okay. And then uh, started a business on the side, and it all just happened way faster than I expected. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's yeah. like nerve-wracking. It's crazy looking back how quickly everything happened. Um, but yeah, we just kind of jumped in head first. Um, I had this other uh, just kind of uh, 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 secondary plan, which was my friends all were living in Chicago. We went to Northwestern together for undergrad. Mm -hmm. and. I wanted them, if I was like, if I'm gonna move back to Michigan, I want my friends there as well. Yeah. So I was yeah. always trying to get them to come right. out and see things. And one of the first trips was down to Eastern Market. Okay. Um, so we went to Eastern Market, I showed them around, they just love the energy. They, none of them had ever been to Detroit, even though they were in Chicago, which yeah. is crazy to me, it's so yeah. close. Right, right. And we actually went down the alley right next to the business and there was a for sale sign that was hanging on the side of the building. It was literally dangling. It looked like it had been there forever. And I was just curious, just doing things on a whim. So I called it to see what the price was, and the guy never called me back. And about two weeks later, he called me. I forgot that I called, and he had been doing due diligence on this building for nine months. Um, a, co a company had. They wanted to open a wine shop, mm. and the deal had just fallen through. And I was the last person to call him. Because there's a wine shop already here. Yeah, you wanted it to be like a tasting. I don't uh, know. Okay. Some New York guys want to come in, which you're seeing a lot of Eastern Market. Right, like, Detroit yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, we can talk about that more. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, Eastern Market's changing a lot. But that's a different different topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I called it. He told me the price of the building, and I was just in shock by how low it was. Yeah. And I called all my buddies. I'm like, guys, let's invest in a building in Detroit. Um, and we basically threw all the money that we had, all all of our savings, and just uh, and purchased. This, pro this building next door, and then we ended up buying the one that we're in right now. Nice. Um, at the time, I was actually living on a little farm in Ann Arbor. I still live there. Okay. And I have a barn, and my buddies were hardcore homebrewers, and they wanted to homebrew in my barn because I didn't have anything in it. Yeah. And then we purchased the building. And it's funny. We didn't really connect the dots at first. We had yeah. a building, and we were still going to brew in my barn. And right. one day, I was like, <laughs> So why are we brewing in a barn? Yeah. Right. Let's do it in this building. Um, and so that's what led to the brewery. It was started by nice. me and four buddies. Okay. Yeah, man, that's a hell of a story, man. Yeah. And, and that that incubation time yeah. um, is incredible too. Um, I know when I think of ventures like that, I think of more of a, you know, five to seven year kind of plan. Yeah. Um, but to condense all of that into what three years? Yeah, I mean, with a baby on the way. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's uh, that's heavy. 
Yeah, it's heavy. I mean, we all had day jobs, and yeah. I had a day job until six months ago, so okay. that made it so that it felt like things felt less risky. Like we could just do things, and we realized worst case scenario, everything falls apart, and we have our day jobs. Right. Um, so I think that helped a little bit. Now all your ass is in the game, huh? All right, well, it's funny. The plan was we all go back to our day jobs. Mm, okay. And then looking back, I realized how ridiculous that was. Yeah. Um, you can't. You need someone around who just cares as much as an owner does. Absolutely. And I'm lucky our staff's amazing, but no one will ever care as much as I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I found myself putting in countless hours at the brewery, and then I had a really tough corporate job. Okay. Live on a farm, which we now have a bunch of animals on, yeah. and had a daughter and now two daughters, so nice. it, was, it became just too much, and at a certain point I was like, all right, I just need to focus on the brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At some point it does become too much. You gotta figure out what you're gonna keep yeah. and what's gotta go. Yeah, we're yeah. glad you did. Thank yeah, you. Man, yeah, man, for real, for real. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, you guys are doing, like I said, this, I've not I've not had anything that's not been great right. uh, so far. So I plan on making my way through everything. I and, will uh, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you're about halfway. Yeah, and, and, and definitely making uh, taking something home with me. Um, much to my wife's dismay, love you, babe. You know, bringing some cans home. Um, so we also talked a little bit about kind of the history of the area. Is that something that intrigued you as well? Um, just kind of what this area represents to the larger concept of, of the city of Detroit? It, it definitely did. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think we thought about it as much as we probably should have. Yeah. Um, we saw an awesome investment opportunity in real estate, yeah. and then we wanted to create a community vibe um, here at the brewery, and then we kind of just jumped in and just realized like how incredible Eastern Market is. I heard everyone talk about it growing up, but I didn't make it all that often. Yeah. And so when I came and just saw everyone that was here on a Saturday, yeah. and the Saturdays are awesome because we literally have like people from every walk of life. Mm-hmm. Like there's not anywhere to get fresh produce in Detroit. Right. And yeah. so people that live locally, they come to Eastern Market. Mm-hmm. People from the suburbs come to Eastern Market as like a Saturday thing to do. You've got kids, you've got older people, you've got farmers that are Flower literally selling. epic. Yes. Flower day. Yeah. So like my favorite days are Saturdays for sure when yeah. you just have everyone from every walk of life that likes every type of beer everyone asks us like what type of beer are you going to focus on everything and we have to we have to (laughs) because if we just do new england ipas then we're going to turn off a lot of people that aren't into ipas um if we just do pilsers we're not going to have that excitement around the new england ipas you're thinking about everything like that again it's champion day is amazing yeah yeah is that what you're drinking? I got another. Uh, <laughs> I got another. Yeah, so got our, another. It's nine and a half percent. Yeah, this is our in-house chemist, so. Yeah, I'm a chemist. <laughs> oh, okay. We can talk about yeast. And, and, and then our, our, our in-house brewer um, has given it very high praise as well, man. And uh, uh, Boss Tweed, you might have some competition locally, man. According, Dean, according to Mark, hit the oh. bell. Hey, uh, our own Mark Zonkers has lent his... Uh, professional opinion man and said this one definitely uh rivals boss tweed which is a very high compliment that means we, yes. around yes. these around these parts we're big we're big old nation mm, fans yeah, man and yeah. uh you guys like i said I, I this is my first time here it's not my first time drinking the beer i have had the white coffee style which is amazing mm-hmm. um but i'm blown away by this ip by this champion day i really thank am. you yeah appreciate um, that great stuff you should say something about the barley wine, though. Well, I haven't sipped it yet, so you can say something. Sasha, feel free to say something about the barley wine. Well, now I've had like four beers since then, but so far, so far it was my favorite. I love it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it came highly recommended. Awesome. Mm -hmm. It it lived up to the hype. 
I said that was a bit of an underrated beer. Um, people, it doesn't get ordered all that often, but anyone that has it really loves it. I love it. I just took my first sip. Cool. If you it's like a great. barley wine, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Nice caramel. Yeah. And almost a little shout bit. Shout out to Mark Vessel. Yeah, shout out to Mark Vessel. joined us. You know, we got another brewer. Mark Vessel from Drafting Table. What's up, Mark? Who's watching? <laughs> um, yeah, that Brutus, <laughs> man. Next batch coming soon, right? Shout oh, out to... Looks uh, like my sister-in-law just walked in the door. Ed Reed. What's up, Ivy? <laughs> so, um, so as we talk, one of the things that we talk about, particularly when we talk about breweries in the city and establishments in the city, talk about being a good neighbor. Um, do you have community programming going on, things that kind of reach out to the immediate area? I think it's an opportunity we could definitely look more into. Um, we, we do a bit of it, so we're part of like the Feel Good Tap. We do okay. stuff with local charities. Yep. Um, we have a lot of events just for kind of the community around within Eastern Market and the Eastern Market businesses. Yes. Yep. Um, we have relationships with almost all the local businesses is something that I, I love. Like on a Friday, we open early on Fridays basically just because everyone in Eastern Market gets off work a little bit early. Right. And I also love Fridays looking around. And we're never busy, but it's just like everyone that works and lives in Eastern Market comes here for a beer. Nice. Um, we have happy hours, so everything's pretty affordable. And they're yeah. just hanging out and kind of talking about their day. Okay. Um, but actually something I wanted to talk to you guys about is how we can do a better better job of engaging the community around here and wanting, Bring the bell, to, right? and wanting to get some ideas there because <laughs> yeah. that's something that we talked a lot about when we first started yeah and we were constantly thinking about but I don't feel like we've actually we've done we haven't done it as well as we wanted to gotcha. um, and you know you get so focused on the business and you get so focused on making the best beer that you can and always improving and then you every once in a while you kind of step back and you read like that initial business plan and you're like well what happened to this what right. happened to this right um and i'll just be honest um one th i think there's a lack of diversity in our brewery for sure from a customer standpoint from an employee standpoint and and like me being a white dude from ann arbor i'm yeah. like how do i change that what can yeah. i do and so i'd love to hear from well that's definitely so that's the, i mean that's kind of our thing i mean yeah. if you at whatever point you you're able to listen to podcasts from like one through twelve now, yeah, you'll see that that's kind of a common thing uh, amongst all of our episodes. Is, I mean, we're big on that, um, so that's definitely something um, we all are to some degree or another involved with charities and community organizations and um, things like that. So that's definitely something we can get plugged in with cool. and, and, and help you guys move that forward. Yeah, and thank you for the invitation yeah. to do that. Yeah, because yeah. what happens a lot of times is. Uh, when we ask the question, people give kind of this canned response, yeah. like, yeah, we're doing stuff, but then when you look into it, they're not doing anything. Yeah, for sure. And so for you to say, hey, we're not doing as much as we'd like, yeah. one, because we don't really know how, yes. what can we do? Yeah, we that appreciate speaks, the That speaks yes. volumes yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, so yeah. speaking, I'm sure I can speak for everybody at the table. Um, we're down to, to help you engage the community in whatever yeah. ways we can. I would love that. And, yeah, um, we yeah. just had a team offsite where we just kind of took a step back and thought about what we want to be. And we felt like that was, I mean, it's a gap for every brewery, to be honest, but it's right. a gap for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I opened, started this brewery along with my friends to have conversations like these. Yeah. I think too often you sit around microphones or just a table and people just kind of pass over right. that deeper stuff that you actually want to talk about. Yeah. And the, how do you, and you know, beer's great, you know, it's a lubricant for conversation. And it brings people together, right? It brings yeah. people together. Yeah. You, yeah. you get people from the community. We, as soon as I heard that there wasn't a craft beer, necessarily a craft beer drinker here, I'm like, all right, how do we get this person to craft right. beer, you know? And that's the kind of, the, 
having a beer and talking about things that are important to us, I think, is what you can do as a brewery. Um, we want to be open to everybody um, and be able to have conversations about it and get more people into craft beer. I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. and, and, and realistically, when you mention community, you're in a community that's 80, 85% people of color. Yep. You know, so um, I, I was definitely going to follow up on the community yeah. aspect because you mentioned mentioned a few times, and I enjoy the feeling in coming in here. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went to some other breweries, yeah. and whenever we go to a brewery anyway, we're definitely the minority. Oh, for sure. I mean, usually if there if there's anyone else in there, yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With the, Three open. Right? It's three, three, three now. Three, three. Okay. What? I was gonna say, are we counting Rob? One, one Rob. Don't count Rob. I did count Rob. Okay. okay. <laughs> so. I love that you count it. Uh, and, and usually, when we leave, there's no longer any yeah. other people yeah, of color yeah. there. So it, it, it's very right. sad. No, no. Yeah. Um, so we definitely want, want to discuss that. We definitely want to help yeah. you with that, and we like that. At least you're aware. Yeah. Right. And. and but your feeling is like it's open. Yeah. We go into a lot of them and it's cold. Yeah. yeah. And you look at it as why are you here? What yeah. are you doing yeah. here? Yeah. This, this is our beer. Yeah. This isn't your beer. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure the brothers up the street love to come through <laughs> after a and meeting or before a meeting or they would. in between meetings or. They would. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we have some brothers up the street. Yeah. Literally. Uh, we, up we, the we, we meet on uh, first and third Mondays and. Uh, what time do you close on Monday? We're actually not open on Mondays. Yeah. That uh, means you have to come uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. You we know, can figure I, something so out. I, I have to figure out what I'm going to do with these 20, 25 brothers. Yeah. Figure you it out. Have to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe switch your meeting. Yeah, day. Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. You can open up all the way. James has been saying all the right things. Well, all right, since all right. before we turned the mics well, on. <laughs> I say, I mean, you ask, like, how, how did this happen so quickly? Yeah. I always say yes to everything. And I'm always thinking, like, how do we make this happen? Yeah. And now I'm kind of realizing I need to not do that as much, but yeah. I think that's what's yeah. got us where we are. And Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a Absolutely. Part of it. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, I, and you know, I say it tongue-in-cheek, but, I mean, there are uh, some brothers from, from just a few miles, a couple of miles away, literally, miles away. Yeah. who yeah. after meetings or before meetings, I'm sure would love to have some yeah. beers. and We'd love to have uh, would, would add to the diversity of the clientele yeah. and, um, add some conversation and things like that. So yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, that's definitely something we can yeah. uh, we can we can network and, and put together. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what I was gonna say when I almost cut you off was, um, uh, I think that's especially important important as business in Detroit. You know, you guys have mentioned that you've come to a bunch of spots, a bunch of places in the suburbs, but like us being in Detroit, just like you said, um, it's eighty percent African American and. Our customer base, as it was just called out, has two African Americans or two people of color yeah. you know, in the crowd, and we're completely packed. Yeah, and yeah. for me, there's something wrong there. So yeah. you got to figure out how to solve that. Yeah, and I and I mean, some of it too is is you know you look at the spaces where you're promoting or not promoting. Yeah. Um. So I guess that leads to my next question in terms of promotion. Are you guys more of a word of mouth kind of thing, or do you have like an active marketing and promotion kind of firm? Um, so we we have basically a rule where we don't spend any money on marketing. So definitely okay. word of mouth, okay. Um, okay. which I think is part of the problem. You know, right. if you have a bunch of white guys that started a business and they're telling a bunch of white guys, right? Telling a bunch of white guys, right? Right. And right. so I'm not opposed to paid marketing, but you know, I just we get cold called every day. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and I'm sure. people, you know, want us to be in Detroit Tigers program or whatever. Yeah. So we just basically have a rule that we won't spend money and on advertising. 
But if we are actually strategic on who we're marketing to and why we're marketing them, I'm open to it. I just don't want to like throw money for money's sake. But um, the worst thing, I mean, I'm not even necessarily advocating that you pay for marketing. Um, but again, if, if we're if we're relying on a word word of mouth yes. uh, model, yes. it's just a matter of the miles that are already exactly. in. So you know, yeah. if you've got resources that can get other voices yeah. in here to say, hey, I was down in Eastern Market, yeah, and that and the beers they had were great, and so on and so forth, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. That's again, that's something I. I mean, that's right up our alley. That's our. Yeah. That's what that's what we've been preaching for yeah. you know since the beginning. Yeah, we're lucky that Rob was doing trivia. We talked about it a couple of times, and yeah. he and I have had some pretty deep conversations about that. Um, but I want to expand that beyond just me and Rob. You right. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We're, we're here for it, man. Yeah. We're definitely here for it. Um, oh, speaking of Rob. There he is. Hey. What's going on, brother? <laughs> hey, you catch Brett. <laughs> we got Rob Everett who had joined us uh, in our last in studio. Uh, With the Rob sexy golden the, uh, voice. Right, the golden voice, the host of uh, the trivia golden, here golden at voice. Eastern Market uh, Brewing Company. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's going on? How's it going out there? Hey, it's going pretty good. It's, it's very busy out there. It's far more busy than I thought it was going to be. Um, hey, that's what Bruce Brothers does, man. We bring people, people, man. Y'all brought the people out. I mean, I, I think the... Yeah, we get put in a separate room. There you go. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I feel like we have to go to the bank. <laughs> Damn it, Rob! You're supposed to look out for it. I think I think the most teams I've ever had in here. Uh, prior to tonight was 14, and today I'm sitting at 16. Nice. And we're well wow. over 60 people. So um, uh, Detroit Fire Department, I know you guys are right down the street. Um, yeah. <laughs> keep your ass there. <laughs> Don't come over here because uh, we might be hitting fire capacity. Is everybody drinking? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's drinking. Shit, I'm drinking. It, my man. Yeah. Hey. I, I've, I've had the barley wine. I've hey. had the, the happy now, which is amazing. Hey, man, you um, weren't bullshitting about this barley wine. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. I told you. you it, it's, been, did. it's been changing. To me, it's been changing every month. Yeah. And I think with a lot of the people that are in here, they're scared of a barley wine because the moment they see 11%, they think, Shit, I need an Uber. Yeah. So not me. I'm not going to mess that. with it. <laughs> and so I'm happy with it because it's it's changed. And every time there's like a there's yeah. a flavor in there that that I love about it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was like I was telling Grady earlier that it was kind of like when I had it earlier, it was really throwing me off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not sure if I really like it anymore now. Mm -hmm. But now that I was like kind of just thinking about it, it's just no, it's it's still there. It's good. It's wine is still, damn good. Damn right. It's barley it's 808. Did we miss the wing cutoff? Yes. Yeah, man. Yes, you we did. We got some more. We got some on the table. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I was going to say, how 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 have the wings been? They've been great, man. These honey, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah, the honey is. Sambal. That was the highlight. Yeah. I'm going to put Dane on, on the spot for, for real quick because you guys only did two flavors tonight. No, we had three. You did three. have three. Buffalo. buffalo. Yeah. There was the buffalo, the honey, and then the carrot and lime. Carrot ginger. Oh, I thought that was just the nachos. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sign is really up. All right, all right. Who's in charge of signage around? All right, all right. So you had the three. All right, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, I'm glad you were able to stop by, man. Glad you got yeah, yeah. Just real quick, just kind of taking a break. I'm I'm trying to be as loud enough so that they can hear me, but not too loud. That oh, you good? Whatever this door is made of is is between the doors. In this brick wall, I think I think we're good, man. Hey, Rob, yeah, man. I, I do have one question for you before yes. you get out of here. Are we going to discuss my pay before you know yeah. while we're here? Okay. 
Well, last time we discussed your favorite, whether or not you're a cheap bastard. And, uh, <laughs> you came through, though. You came through. Okay. I think we have our answer. Oh, well. I guess we have the answer. I'm stuck with the Blues Brothers for now. <laughs> and now we're stuck with us, huh? That a bitch. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. I, 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 like I said, I've, I've had quite a few out there, and I've had the I've had the barley wine. Yeah. Uh, the Happy Now, which man. I mean, I I, I, I told I, I told Grady, I'm like, this is basically it's a toned down Samoa Girl Scout cookie. That's exactly what it and is. And it is it is really really good. Yeah. Um, Sasha, Sasha's modeling her cans. Yes, I'm drinking. I'm, I'm having Champions Day right now. Well, and number I'm, three. I'm enjoying oh. that. I'm enjoying okay. that. Get another one. Yeah, I'm gonna need another yeah. one. The, the, yeah. the, the, the white coffee stout has has always been like every time I'm in here lately, yeah. it's like when I finish setting up. Um, white coffee stout. It's usually the first one. Well, I was initially going to power my way through everything, but I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to get off of this uh, champion day and then the white coffee stout. Come on, man. Step I've it not, up. I've not had the white coffee stout from the tap. I've only had it from the can. Now, now, wait a minute, because, I mean, you guys... Don't encourage. You, you, well, encourage. You guys have your meetings on Sundays. We do. About M43. We do. Oh, so, so we do. I mean, oh, it's, it's Champions Day... <laughs> You know what? You gotta is, find a is, Champions Day because I, I tell you, um, you weren't in Wait here. Wait a minute, we're, we're moving ahead of ourselves. Uh, so Brother Donkers over we, we here uh, went so far as to put Champions Day in the same class with one boss tweet. Ooh, yeah, Indeed. yeah. So pretty high praise. That is some high praise. Um, yeah, you know he's a he's a boss tweet honk man. He's a, he's that guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every day and nigga what? Every day. What's today? Yep, today. Yeah, yeah. Today. When they put it when they put it on a year around, I said hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, boss tweet is definitely a quality brew, but like I said, this champions day is very good. Yeah, I'm gonna need another one of those and I'm gonna need a white coffee stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go back. All right, well, that that will complete my my love boat extra special guest appearance. My man, appreciate you. I will check y'all guys later. I will get back to this damn trivia show. All right, all right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Dane, if we could, let's talk about a little bit of what you got on tap. I see you got a tap list right in front of you. So, what what do you have for somebody that that doesn't necessarily drink? Is doesn't isn't quite a beer drinker? Like I got. Are you picking on Ellen? And she's not oh. a beer drinker. Uh, let me tell y'all. Per se. Ellen but, went through all in Right, beers. right. Ellen's not a beer drinker, and she does not have a glass that has a drop left. of anything right. left. Yeah. So what would you suggest for, uh, from your tap list, yeah, yeah. for somebody who's like, you know what, I'm not really a beer drinker, yeah. but I'm here, great atmosphere, so on and so forth. Yeah, I think about this all the time. Okay. Um, and and we've, uh, we've debated whether or not to introduce wine or cocktails, and, you know, our, we, we love beer, and that's our focus. Yeah, and yeah. As soon as someone comes in and says, I only drink wine or I only drink cocktails. Like, Why are you here? Yeah, well, you should have a right? <laughs> yeah, That's a good question. Like, someone probably dragged him in. But for me, like, that's an opportunity to convert somebody. It is. Our yeah. staff will tell you. If they're like serving that person, they're like, I just like wine. I will like, stampede Try this, try this, try this. Let me talk to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'd say like, generally people will offer like a pilsner or like we have a blonde that people will push. And I found it's, it's crazy, but some of our New England IPAs 
are actually the beers that start to convert people. And yeah. the cool okay. thing about New England is that people hear IPA and if they don't drink beer, that scares them away. And yeah. then they try New England and they're like, ooh, this is kind of sweet. They it's tend to be much milder than yeah. traditional or yeah. God forbid a West Coast IPA. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that is one that I always I always like will offer elephant juice usually, which yep. is like our staple New England IPA. Yeah. And I'd say like 50-50 people will be converted with that. Okay. Or sometimes they'll say, nope, it's not for me. It still, yeah. still tastes like beer. Okay. White coffee stout's another one that's kind of interesting. Um, if people like coffee, if they like sweetness, they yeah. might still enjoy that beer. Okay. And then we always have fruit beers. Um, I don't love fruit beers personally, yeah. but they do really well here. And I've found that people that don't necessarily drink beer, um, we, we like almost over fruit ours. Just because if okay. someone sees a plum sunrise one of our beers see, now they want plum, plum. you said it's over fruited now yeah. i want it now yeah. i want to see plum, if it's over fruit yeah you can see yeah. it's purple oh it yeah, is yeah. yeah oh wow yeah okay. but then i have to tell you grady sasha and harry just love sours yeah and i've got to tell you that wayne, wayne is wine to his teeth you love sours like wayne loves fig jam i've said a million times i have very strict criteria for um, sour beers that I drink in general, they need to be fruited yeah. um, and round about six percent alcohol. Yeah. You know, um, the real vinegary, yeah. non-fruited yeah. stuff, yeah. I just can't. Um, doesn't work for my palate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now apparently I need to try the plum. You do. Yeah. I, I tried the plum, and it's yeah. not it's not that vinegary. Yeah. My arm sort of is on, all this arm twisting. My arm yeah. is going yeah. sore in the morning. Do it. Guys are pushing me yeah. right into it. So, yeah. Yeah. peach mango. You guys should definitely try that. I need that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I just need a whole. Yeah. Are you taking? Are you writing this down? Yeah, there? No, actually, <laughs> I asked Catherine. She's gonna come in here and take some orders too. But yeah, the fruit beers do really well. Yeah. Hey, Dane, you want to talk about your membership program? Yeah, so that's actually, that's a good topic because we, me and my partners debated the membership program probably for too long um, on what we wanted that to look like. And someone asked right. earlier, so, I think Grady did, whether or not yeah. we have uh, mugs. Um, I need a mug. Yeah, and so we actually don't have mugs, but that was, that was a very thoughtful conversation. And basically, if you look at, if you go to a lot of breweries that have mugs, mm -hmm. you'll see that basically there's a bunch of white dudes that maybe have some disposable income yeah. sitting around with their mugs, and yeah. then people that necessarily may not be there for beer don't have mugs. And I right. Don't get upset, Mark. Damn, yeah. upset Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the disposable right. income. Mark, Mark's like, wait a minute, you talking about me? Right. And, and, you know, it's me at Witch's Hat. Yeah. I, I, I don't have the mustache. Not anymore. Not anymore. Right. Not anymore. <laughs> But so we realized that we were in the heart of Eastern Market. We're gonna get people from all walks of life. And we realized that could look bad, you know? You come in and you see a bunch of people with mugs that are clearly regulars that are all there all the time. And then you have someone who hasn't come in for the first time. And they're like, why do they have this special glass? Right. And right. then I'm drinking out of Mug this privilege. glass. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. very purposely didn't allow, didn't introduce mugs into our program. That's a very thoughtful um, and intentional kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if, you know, we overthought it. We overthink a lot of things, but we wanted to create kind of a vibe like you guys talked about where everyone walks in, everyone's welcome, everyone just goes up to the bar and they get a beer. Everyone's drinking out of the same glass. I tell you, man, when it comes to stuff like that, overthinking beats the shit out of underthinking. Yep. Every time. Yeah. Because there's some people out here underthinking. Yeah. yeah. And not thinking. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. And then they throw around, it's intentional. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then there's that. So, yeah. <laughs> check out the rest of the podcast. Yeah. 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 Get, get yourself caught up. There's yeah. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to talk about those things, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But that's the thing. We don't want to just talk about those things. We want to do those things. And, yeah. and, you know, from a little bit earlier in our conversation, it seems like you're definitely an ally 
in those sorts of things. Yeah, and so be, yeah. in terms of, of, of putting some action in that space, yeah. that's what we're about. Yeah. We're not about the lip service and the, um, you know, and all the lofty ideas. They're yeah. great. Everything's great on paper, but if it doesn't translate to yeah. boots on the ground, doesn't do anybody any yep. good. Yep. So, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. need to have honest conversations, you know? Absolutely. You just need to own, own things, I think. Yeah. 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 If you can't talk over beer, man, what can yeah. you talk over, right? right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, Dane, last chance. You want to talk about the prices of your membership? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. Yeah, there, yeah, no. So our membership <laughs> program, I think, is a pretty good deal. Um, we we intru- actually introduced it this past fall. And so in just a few months, we've gotten over 100 members, which is kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. That's been great. Yeah. Um, every Wednesday, I send out an email to every all our members, and I just write it completely stream of conscious. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about of like, I just want everyone to know, like, as ever, a lot of people are like, what's it like to open a brewery or run a brewery? So yeah. I just sit down and I'm like, think about what I'm stressed out about, what I'm thinking about. Right. I just kind of send it to everybody. Yeah. And for a while, no one responded. I was like, is, is, like, is this, what, is, is this working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then someone actually went into like MailChimp and looked at our like open rates. Mm. And I think we had like 70 or 80% of people actually open the email and read it, okay. which is okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I try to just connect with our members. They're awesome. They give us tons of feedback all the time. You get... Um, you get happy hour pricing all the time, which means our tier one and tier two beers are four dollars. Nice. And on Fridays is member day. Okay. Everything is four dollars on the whole tap list. So like the Ooh. the double New Englands are eight dollars usually. They're four dollars for mug club and members that day. Um, it's lifetime, like I said. <laughs> yes. yeah. I like beer. We're all about just making things easy too. And I was thinking like, oh my god, we have to, we have to like if we do annual, we have to do these renewals every year, and yeah. we have to like hound people if you want to join. Right. Yeah, let's right. just, if you're in, you're in. If yeah. you're not in, you're not in. Yeah. Um, so it's lifetime. It's all lifetime. Wow. Yeah. We do. We do. Well, we do. What guy with non-disposable income? <laughs> <laughs> think well, you, think you got one on your own mug. Yeah, we have pair. We do pairs for 150, and then we do singles for 95. But one thing that our, me, me especially, and our staff are really bad about, like I said before, is saying no. So we often get people saying like, "Hey, can me and my friend be a couple?" And we're like, "Sure, whatever." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right, so right. That's cool. Pairs. Two is two, right? Yeah. Pairs yeah. Is cool. Hey, good money. So Grady and Harry could be a couple. Yeah, yeah I'm right. And yeah. they've been confused with each other in the past. Anyway. We have. Yeah, where's Matt Bush? <laughs> where's Matt Bush? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bush, come on in. Recognize Grady. But that's a great deal, man. I mean, you can't beat. I mean, with a with the two for one fifty, but even at ninety five dollars, yeah, for a lifetime membership, yeah. can't beat that. Yeah. Man. Nobody, nobody locally is touching that. Yeah, and the other yeah. thing that we do is um, we have a quarterly party where everyone gets together, free food, first beers free, um, and then we have a we just started. Well, we just started the, the program, but we do a quarterly a volunteer event. Okay. Um, so, uh, so we. We are going to Gleaners at the end of June, and everyone that wants to be part of it can go. Man, um, see, that's so, what we're talking about. That's yeah. being a good community yeah. neighbor. Yeah. 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 You know, it, to be honest, to be completely fair, our members were the ones kind of pushing us for it. Yeah. They, they, they were saying, hey, can we do a volunteer event? And a lot of our members will actually be people that just moved to Detroit and they want to make yeah. friends. Yeah. So they see it as an opportunity to get to know people. Fridays are cool just because you get one, like from noon to six, it's just local businesses and mm-hmm. local community members. And then basically after six, it's all of our mug club members who come from all over. And so I, I love Fridays and Saturdays. Those are kind of the cool days. The nice. Yeah, yeah that whole community. Call them mug club members, but don't give them a mug. <laughs> no mugs, man. No mugs. <laughs> the non-mug club. I'm, I'm okay with that. No mug. I'm like <laughs> lifetime. 
Lifetime. You actually asked our two most typical questions. Do you have mugs? And then, do you do growlers? That was the other yeah. question we get a lot. Do you do growlers? Yeah, so I'll, I'll address both of those because they're kind of controversial. Um, we do not do growlers. But you can everything, right? We can everything to go. So everything's available in a can. The reason we don't do growlers is because it's very hard to uh, ensure cleanliness of a growler. Yes. 90% of people or more are clean them, but there's just too many people that come in with a dirty growler. And then the conversation you have to have with that person about how their growler's dirty yeah. is very awkward. Yeah. Um, and then we have to go about cleaning it, which takes a long time. So we just thought, let's do away with it. it. Yeah. The other problem with growlers, which I've had myself, is I'll take a growler. Well, first of all, I have like 20 growlers at my house. Right. Who does select them everywhere. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. And then I take them somewhere, and then me and my wife will pop it open. We'll each have a beer, and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, put the top back on. And then, like three days later, we're like, oh, we still yeah. have some beer, and we'll yeah. try it. And of course, and it it's not as good. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you do it in twelve and sixteen ounce cans, yeah, you enjoy it that time. It's fresh. It's yep. good, and yeah. you're yep. good to go. You don't yeah. drink properly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mark, 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 just, Mark just puts a straw in his growler, and and, and that's that. One of the big twirly ones. <laughs> so a growler with two so people. So now that I'm going to be a, a, a mug club member. For so, life. Yeah. Uh, can I get my growler filled? can tell you it's clean. Yeah. So <laughs> if, you t- if you pull no. me aside, we might make it happen. But don't break rules yeah, for don't this guy, man. Don't, don't break yeah. rules for me. You gotta have rules. Quick time out. I think Catherine's going to take some beer or... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe right. a natural spot for a break. How are yeah. we doing on time, Ellen? I need to get... Okay. Take a little bit of a break here. All right, we'll, we'll take a small break. Get some beer orders, some more glasses on the table here. Brews Brothers, episode 12, live. For the culture. Eastern Market Brewing Company, for the culture. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We are back. Rules Brothers, episode 12 for the culture. Live from Eastern Market Brewing Company. We've got a few beers in us. Um, hung out with Dane uh, from Eastern Market Brewing Company for a bit. And uh, I'm thinking we're going to be, if not some fixtures down here, we definitely will be here a bit more frequently. Um, this is my first visit. Thoroughly enjoying myself. Some great beers down here. Um, we got another special guest, um, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and talk about his role in the beer industry and some other things that he's doing. Um, and without further ado, Tracy, I'll turn the mic over to you. Oh, my brother, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, uh, and uh, thank you for the support. Man, I can't thank you guys enough because. Uh, Fighting social justice is hard. I don't care what anybody yeah. tells you. Yeah. <laughs> if they tell you this, this, this is easy or it's great, and there's all, uh, it is hard. So yeah. it's uh, only been 400 years that we've been fighting. It's only 400 years, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you guys and the support. Um, you know, and just keeping this conversation alive because uh, it's it's very important. It's very revel- relevant, and uh, it needs to continue. So just so people know who you are and, and within the confines, obviously, of, of how much you can talk about, um, can, can you talk about a little bit um, your experiences in the beer industry yeah, and kind of yeah. what brought you to the point you're at now? Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, I was a former uh, founders employee, um, uh, you know, and I guess when it comes to the people that I met there, uh, because I'm sure you guys can all understand the craft beer industry is a very unique industry. And when you meet people in that industry, uh, it's like family. 
Yes. So um, a, a former founders family member, uh, but there are a lot of people there that, that are still at that facility and still in that company that I love and hold dear to my heart. So um, I did work in the craft beer industry for about four and a half years. Uh, always been a fan of craft beer, always been a fan of craft beverages, period. Um, worked in Grand Rapids, moved to uh, Detroit about a year and a half ago, uh, a little over a year and a half ago, 2017, November, uh, right around my birthday actually, and uh, moved here to open the Founders Brewing Company. Moved here to open the uh, Founders facility here in Detroit, uh, in Cass Corridor. Worked there for about Midtown mid these days. No, it's <laughs> yeah. Cass Corridor. He said it right. He said it right. It's Cass Corridor. It's funny that you say that because um, I'm not from Detroit, but I love Detroit. And I know that in order to be a genuine part of this city, um, you have to learn those things. Mm-hmm. Learn Absolutely. What the, learn what the people that who have been here and who have been here throughout all of this, what they actually want for their city. Yes. Can't come in here and say what you want. Right. for their city right. uh, and that's been a very important learning process for a lot of people uh, I'm very thankful that I think uh, my mother raised me to, to have respect and understand those things especially with you know our, our people and minorities and people of color uh, you know women like we have to have this certain respect for each other and understanding these things so, uh, yeah so here I am now uh, you know fighting this battle uh, and if for anybody that's kind of been paying attention to it uh, it has taken its you know, ups and downs. I'm very, very thankful, uh, and I really want to give a quick shout out to Tony Canada from uh, you know, Beer Culture, because uh, yeah. she, uh, she saved me. Yeah. You know, she saved me and she saved uh, the momentum that, that I had going with this, because uh, you know, December and January were some very dark months, and there were some times where uh, I didn't kind of know what to do with this, or if I was going to continue to pursue this, um, where you just don't think anybody's really listening. Right, I'm right. glad you brought that up because speaking of not really listening, um, I don't know if you've listened to all of our podcasts, but we've been banging this thing since October, since it hit. I, I have. I haven't listened to all of them. I've gone back five episodes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I've at least heard a yeah. little bit. Um, we've been banging this since day one. Episode one. Episode, Episode one. Yeah. And I have to go back and listen. After, <laughs> after all of our talk, and even our efforts of reaching out to individuals personally, we didn't get a response from founders. Not surprised. We didn't get a, hey, we're trying to make this right or, or anything of the sort. Yeah. But once that... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Harry. I, I do have to interject because we did get a response initially. The emails. Yeah, the we, did, we, we got a, we we got did, a we did, response. We, <laughs> did, we, we, we did get an initial response. I mean, just, just to, to yes. be fair, um, because we, we try not to bang it every episode. And Tim was like, look, man, we can't keep talking about this. It's, it's, it's old news. But it was just such at the forefront that we couldn't not talk about it. Right. But but in October, uh, Harry and I both reached out separately to founders. And uh, it wasn't immediate. But a week or so after, a couple of weeks, within a couple of weeks, the CEO reached out to both of us individually. And it was an individual response. It wasn't a canned response. You know where we didn't get the same email reply to us and it addressed what we specifically talked about differently within our emails but then what happened is on the follow-up as we got deeper and more involved in in the details in terms of saying hey you know what i reached out as a mug club member as a cadre member as a 
fan of founders who if I got within 30 minutes of Grand Rapids I was stopping by mm -hmm. I was and, and I would love the the, the bartenders and they give you the, the special mixes that you could only get at founders with the Darth Vader's and those yeah. things. So oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was a founders guy. Oh yeah, with, with my uh, shirts and you know all of it. <laughs> yeah. But when they got down to Detroit, and I went in there the first time, it was like, who? Why are you here? From the patrons and the employees and the like, and I'm like, wait a minute, why am I here? This is my city. This is my city. Why are you here? Why are you here? Right. And, and 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 I'm a, a a loyal fan, and I brought 20 guys in with me, and all those 20 guys were made to feel like, why are you all here? But beyond that, as we got deeper and said, hey, maybe our dollar does not mean anything to you, and maybe you're okay by turning off this segment of your fans. And, and, and after that, it was no response. And I said, that's so unfortunate. Because I also put in there, I said, I've got a group, a brotherhood of about 11, 1,200 members from around the country who are all avid craft beer drinkers. And our budgets are out the roofs. Right. We, we, we don't have the beards like Mark used to have. <laughs> but we had the buying power. Yeah. And, and, and those guys buy a lot of beer and no good beer. And you've from lost all of them. And you've lost all of them. And he wouldn't hear any of it. But then when and a, the blog came around, and it was great, it was like, wow, we're in your neighborhood, and you aren't listening. Mm -hmm. We're in your community trying to help you be a good community partner, mm -hmm. and you aren't listening to us. But a bloggist from out of town writes about it, and now you're scurrying. Like, oh, my goodness, what's and, going on? And that's on? what I meant when and, I said that, we didn't yeah. get a response. Right. We didn't get that response. Right. 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 Banging it months and months and months, but then all of a sudden this national blog comes and says, hey, Founders is doing this, this, and this, and now there's this uproar, now there's this rush to put out a statement, which was a bullshit statement, but a statement no less. And as we banged it locally, we got, we didn't get that kind of response. And I mean, we all know, you know, what that's about, because you look at the national platform, when it starts affecting those national dollars, that's when it becomes, you know, more of an issue. Bottom line is the bottom yeah. line, right? He didn't believe the national dollars when I told him about it. Yeah. But when she told him about it, he believed, you know, they believed it. And, you know, they, I can't speak for them, um, but they have handled this very, very poorly. At every turn. At every turn. They have handled this very, very poorly. Um, and, you know, I don't have as large of a platform as they do. Um, we're creating that right now. We are creating a platform to speak up for individuals who are within you know any organization um, you know and especially particularly the craft organization whether you're talking about craft beer craft cocktails um, uh, also dispensaries grow you know these are smaller businesses that are, are right. larger that are affecting large amounts of dollars but aren't the people that are working in these industries aren't being represented well. right um, you know having to come into a, a place of work and get that thick packet of papers and you have no clue what's in inside any of those papers but you sign it because yeah. you're excited to work there you're excited, you're to, job. There. You're excited right. to have a job mm -hmm. you're excited to be a part of all of these things and not know what's in there but literally did you know that it shortens your statute of limitations yeah. there's an arbitration agreement and there's so many things in there that we just don't know and uh i'm just tired yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, yeah. again for for some of our listeners who may not know 
Are you still currently in litigation against founders? Yes. And I, I think there was something just recently that happened. And I don't yes. know. Again, yep. whatever, no, no, no. whatever you can and so cannot share. The good thing about it is everything is out there. Right, in this case, right. everything is out there. We've had to turn over information. They've had to turn over, you know, information. So everything is out there. So uh, there, there's not much that I can't, you know, can and cannot talk okay, about. Good. Um, okay. So uh, a week or two, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, there was a motion to dismiss a portion of the case, and that motion was to dismiss uh, the portion where uh, their shortened statute of limitations. Mm -hmm. So what they were basically saying is, as much as they've gone on uh, on these these press and media and things saying we've done nothing wrong we've always been this ethical company we've always whatever they enforce these statute of limitations which some states have uh, a year some states have four years some states allow you to shorten them in Michigan uh, is one of those states so founders decided there to shorten their statute of limitations to 180 days Wow so if you've been discriminated against, sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, sexually assaulted, any sort of workplace misconduct, you have 180 days. Then it's done. That's it. Then it's done. Which is mind-boggling to me. Mm -hmm. Because when you start talking about, uh, last week, uh, we had a, a rally uh, at Creston Brewery in Grand Rapids mm -hmm. just for all of these things to talk to people to keep this conversation going. And um, uh, there was a young lady there that was... Uh, speaking about these mental you know issues and how long it takes the normal human to process these things mm -hmm. it is way longer than 180 days you can't process anything within six months it, right it is a, you can't talk about it yet it is way longer than 180 days so uh you know it's just leaving the courtroom that day uh which is um now what was the turnout of that what happened to what happened to the that? court upheld the 180 days, yeah the, right? the court upheld you know basically the court said if you have eyes and you can read, you signed it. Right. Pretty much that's it. Um, which, leaving that courtroom, I felt so, uh, or hearing that ruling, I felt so distraught over the weekend about that. But then the more I started hearing from people, in Detroit Metro Times wrote an article, mm -hmm. um, that's a very bad look for them. A, mm -hmm. it, it is a very, yes. very bad it look is. for them. To In order to say, you've done all of these things, and you've done nothing wrong. We have nothing to hide, but then you're enforcing this statute of limitations. Why are you? Why yeah. are you? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, if it's the truth, and I was a family member and someone you cared about, why wouldn't you want to hear the entire story? Right. Why wouldn't you want to hear everything and hear all the facts so we can move forward and can adapt and adjust? Because honestly, like you guys have said before, the only way this is going to work out and pan out for them is if they carry the torch. Yeah, right. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the only way that this is going to work out for them in the positive in the future. Because I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. This movement isn't going anywhere. Absolutely. And, you know, they can keep trying to push it off like it never happened or making all of these things like hiring a diversity inclusion manager for an issue that you say you never had. Mm -hmm. Why do you um, need one? Why do you, you know, why do you need one? And, uh, you know, or why, why do you need one now? Why because that's, that's an now? important right. component for any company. But when it becomes a reactive kind of thing, as yeah. opposed to something that says, hey, we're trying to build this, uh, trying to build this framework and we want to make sure we have someone in place who upholds these sort of things as opposed to after something jumps off, hey, you know what? We need a DNI director. Right. And and while I want to be clear, because at the when the hire took place, I did applaud founders for 
hiring someone in that space, and I still do because at very least they've recognized whether it's a cover your ass move or it's a a, a move that's altruistic. You recognize that there's a hole there. Unfortunately, it took this for you to recognize that hole, um, and so as we move forward, and again, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, but we talked about what what his founder is going to do moving forward. But in terms of what's happening now in this litigation, it really looks as if they're just still trying to, like you said, they uh, it's been nothing but a series of missteps. And this whole 180 day ruling doesn't make it look any better. Doesn't make it it makes it look like, hey, you know what? Whatever happened, happened. Fuck it, it happened more than 180 days ago. Right. So we're yes. washing our hands of it. Right. Let's move forward. Just pushing more shit on top of it. Well, yeah, but, but we can't move forward without addressing yeah. what happened. Which, which was the a really huge uh, portion, hard portion for me to deal with, to be fighting this whole battle and not hear anything from them, mm-hmm. period, and then to see that they hired this person, but not come clean to me and right. say that there's they you know done anything wrong or we you know that that really took a toll on me because uh, you know I really did care about a lot of the people that worked there. You would think that you know, these problems would be fixed right and in the right way. Um, you would hope so. You would hope so. Yeah. But uh, they weren't. And how you were talking earlier about being reactive, uh, you know, proactive and reactive. That was my job. That was what I was sent here for. Yeah. And anybody that has, that worked at that facility can can tell you that I worked very diligently at that. There is probably still to this day there is all day in barbershops in Detroit that yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. was not there before. Right. And that was my job to integrate us into the city in a genuine way, in yeah. a genuine path. And they didn't see that. Yeah. They didn't see that. It was too, there were lots of conversations about um, how do we bring the people that are outside of the city into the city. As opposed to, As opposed how to do we ingratiate ourselves to those that are in the city. Right. There are people here, and you yeah. know, I should have known right away when I saw these things, you know, the people that I genuinely met out in the city, and they, I knew they were good humans because I could feel it. And they're like, you know, come to farmers, you know, this, whatever. And they're like, no, we don't come to farmers. Yeah. And I'm like, why not? You know, why, whatever. And you can start to see these things. And I, I start to, started to understand that we have to integrate ourselves into the community in a, a very genuine way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just going to be seen as any other company that has come here from anywhere else yeah. to take money from the city. Another interloper. Another yeah. interloper. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, and the thing that, that, that Founders also does, that they're, they're very reactionary. And, and you look at uh, when we had Gracie on a podcast calling in and we talked about the flag during the uh, LGB trans awareness. The, the trans awareness Day. And it, it was just, you know, so inexplicable on... We understand why you got the flag up to support Trans Awareness Day, but you're, you're in a city of 80, 85% people of color, but you're doing nothing to, to ingratiate, ingratiate yourself yeah. into that city. And, you know, like you, like you mentioned, it was very obvious that they were looking for those coming from the suburban area rather than trying to reach out to your neighbors who are right around the block. And as a lifelong Detroiter, who, who love founders to, to again just feel so out of place and going down there you know it, it really was a turnoff and, and like I said that fuck founders began way before you right you, you know right. and that was just 
kind of bringing the uh, hitting the nail on the head, so to speak, in terms of saying, okay, this destroyer breaks the camel's back. And, and uh, now, if you didn't know, you know, let's make sure we can share it with you because they, they've got a, a very messed up culture and climate inside and uh, it's spilling out. So, uh, but hey, let's move on to not just talk about fuck founders. But uh, what are you doing now? Yeah, that's a good segue because that's what I wanted to get into. So kind of the silver lining in all of this, right? You're creating a platform of your own yeah. to yeah. speak out against workplace harassment and discrimination. Yeah. Can you tell us something about that yeah, and how that's going? Most definitely. Uh, it's been kind of crazy when you go through these situations. Uh, everybody expect that, expects that you're now the expert. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, know, you got all the answers, right? Yeah. You get all your friends calling you for the most random of things, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not an attorney. Right. <laughs> not, not, not at all. Right. Uh, hey, but you paid one, man. So you right. Right. Yeah, 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 you, tell us what they told you. Tell us what they told you. It's not, this has nothing to do with it. I can't help you with running the court right now. Man. <laughs> so she keeps harassing me, man. She keeps ringing this bell. Ringing this damn bell. Sticky bell. <laughs> no, so uh, I know uh, in this situation, I got lucky. Uh, I have a brother who's an attorney. I have a mom who is a lioness. Yeah. And she said, you know, son, use your voice. Mama bears don't play. Mama Ain't that right, don't, Sasha? Don't, don't matter how old you are, <laughs> mama bear you, don't play. Mama bears don't play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, son, use your voice. Um, so I got lucky within this. There are a lot of people who may not. And who, who don't get so lucky. Just don't have the resources. Yes. I can't imagine the amount of people that have been discriminated against, the amount of women that have been sexually harassed within a workplace and never had anything done mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Let alone, you know, speak up. Have right. them, you know. Yeah. And only have 180 days to do so. And ha only have 180 days to do so. Yeah. Or be with a company who doesn't have an arbitration agreement, which means mm -hmm. it settles outside of court. No one ever knows no about it. No one ever knows, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, do your research on settlements and things that have settled at different companies that you work at. And mm -hmm. I promise you, it'll surprise you. Yeah. It'll blow your damn mind. Yeah. Um, so I started this whole organization to speak out for that and give those people a voice. Um, we just had a rally in Grand Rapids uh, at Creston Brewery. It went very well, very intimate setting, and people got to actually ask questions and mm -hmm. get some answers. Uh, we will have one tomorrow at River on Grand. Uh, from 7.30 to midnight. Uh, and this It's Not Right movement is basically to, the end goal for this is I would like to become an organization that partners with other companies that may not have an HR department mm -hmm. or may not have a representative that actually can help you. Because for you to think that you have work at you know most companies, uh, at the rally I told everybody you know, to raise your hand if you've been sexually assaulted or discriminated against and raise, keep your hand up if you Reported it, keep your hand up if you reported and something happened. And by the end of it, there were barely any hands yeah. because everybody, you know, you report these things to HR. And what you don't realize is this person that is working for HR is being paid by the same company. They work for the company. They work yeah. for the company. Yeah. So we want to be able to create this entity that, you know, just like you are uh, lead certified, you can kind of be it's not right certified. Okay. Um, and 
it will almost be like these good business practices right. where you know that you're not being held to a certain statute of limitations, yep. where there's no arbitration agreement, um, where you know that your company is fighting for you if you are any um, you know, part of the LGBTQ, mm -hmm. you know, the LGBTQ community. Just a list of things so that people can help you. Um, you know, I know you were speaking about it earlier about like as a company, what do you do? Sometimes you just don't know what to do. Right. And it's, right. And it's no one... No one is going to fault you for that. What people are going to fault you for is pretending like you know what to do and never doing anything. And then when right. the wrong, when you do do something, you do the wrong thing. And don't own up to doing the wrong thing. And don't thing. own up to it. People are going to climb all over you for that. And it is, you know, it's 2019. Like, people can access anything they need to know about you right here. Yeah. At the tap palm of the hand. At the palm of their hands, a couple yeah. of fingers. So the whole point of it is to actually, um, you know, put our money where our mouth is and actually help out some of these businesses so people can know and look and say, all right, I know where I want to spend my dollars. Right. Because we have that power now. Yeah. We're not realizing it, but I think we're, we, we never really realized it, but now we're coming into that era where people are really starting to realize that like, all right, I work hard for my money. And if I work hard for my money, sure, there may be days where I might scoop to McDonald's or I might scoop somewhere else, but right. if it comes to me making a conscious I'm decision on where I want to spend my I'll money. Be very discerning about where my dollars go. Very discerning about where I spend my dollars. Let, let me interject one thing, gentlemen, just briefly. Um, we're not in studio and have the Facebook Live attached. Okay. Um, so we've got to speak up just a little bit. Okay. Because we got yep. some people who are watching and saying, hey, you know, I, I can't hear everything that's going on. So yep. peace yep. to all, all, all our listeners and yep. viewers out there. So yep. we're going to talk a little bit louder. Yeah. So maybe yeah. everybody can hear us a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, as we continue this great conversation. Yeah. Thank you um, for that. Um, so as so as we talk about um, your platform and what your ultimate goal is for it, is there a way, is there an outcome to this where you see yourself and founders coming to a point where your organization would, would be able to work in tandem with them to get that shit straight? Um, or is that bridge burned? And um, if it's burned, it's burned. But right. is that bridge burned or is that something that... That's a, that's a very good question. Um, I've been so up and down with all of this that I haven't yeah. really, um, I guess, really thought about that. Right. Um, there are obviously options for those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have a very forgiving heart, but when it comes to these types of situations, I look at the same. Uh, I look at the same way Starbucks handled things yeah. with their situation. Yeah, they, they jumped on it. They jumped yeah. on it so fast. They admitted fault. Yep. They literally made an effort to correct the problem. And they they paid for it to the degree that they shut. Stores yeah. down in order to do this. I don't know how much that costs, but it probably costs a lot. Costs a pretty penny. <laughs> probably cost you could down penny. stores nationwide. Yeah. So make sure everybody gets, gets yeah. this, this training immediately. Yeah. Cost you a little bit of change. That so, showed you were serious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It showed, it showed that it was very, very serious. Um, there would have to be a lot of effort done from their end to mend this tie for me. Yeah. Um, but like you guys had said on the last uh, episode, um, they have to carry the torch. Yeah. They have yeah. to carry the torch, which is they had such a unique opportunity to do that coming into Detroit. Oh man, like And that's what I thought they were gonna do. You know, but I mean I worked there and I thought that's what they and this is the conversation that I have with people when I talk about this. <coughs> Excuse me. 
with people from other parts of the country. This is local to us. And so Founders had an incredible opportunity as a semi-local brewery. I mean, Detroit and Grand Rapids are not incredibly close, but uh, they had an opportunity to, as one of the pioneers of craft brewing and a craft brewery, quote unquote, with an international footprint to come to the city of Detroit and open a tap house, there was this incredible opportunity to invite and welcome a community that is not typically seen as consumers of craft beer. And not only did they not seize that opportunity, but when they had an opportunity They turned to, you away. They, they turned you away. Yeah. So not only did they seize it, but they took it in and threw it in the trash. And so for me, that doubles my frustration. They just didn't see the, the and I'm going to put it point blank from my opinion as Please. me being with, inside the organization. They just didn't see your dollars in this city mm-hmm. as valuable. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't see your dollars as valuable. I don't think you take it any other way. Right, right. Which, which honestly broke my heart because I, I said there is so much correlation between, you know, craft beer and how some things have come about and the community and and how it come has come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just didn't see those, you know, those dollars as valuable. Uh, uh, another company, when we start talking about craft, that is actually here in Detroit and actually took some measures. Uh, Madcap. I don't know if you guys heard of Madcap Coffee at all. Yeah, you know, I heard about them when I read your write-up. Talk a little bit about so that. So Madcap Coffee um, is from West Michigan. And Madcap reached out to me while I was working at Founders and said, hey, look, we need some beer for gender you know, equity. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right, we're back. Uh, Brews Brothers, episode 12. Pardon our for the uh, interruption there. Yeah, we are for the culture. And that's that's the one of the hazards of recording well. live from a brewery. Um, however, that's uh, also a sign of authenticity. Um, so we are here. Uh, we're going to go back to our conversation with Tracy. Yeah. Um, and we were, uh, we'll go pick up where we left off. Yeah, just talking about Madcap. Um, you know, there was a gender equity event that they were doing here, and they needed beers donated for that event. Um, you know, 100 beers, 120 beers, which is, you know, when we talk about the aspect of a brewery that produces 700,000 300 barrels beers a day, of beer, I'm sure. yeah. you yeah. know, a year. Well, could you explain what 700,000 barrels mean? I mean, how many beers come out of a barrel? Because you, we hear barrels, that doesn't sound like a lot. Right. Um, so, I guess, let me break it down, I guess, for um, in this kind of way. So, I worked in production for a little while. Um, actually, that's how I started at Founders. Mm-hmm. Um, made management within you know about my first year year and a half or so um to bleed off in order to package beer you have to bleed off a lot of beer beer in the beginning 120 beers in cost wise was probably 50 bucks to us right um per i guess per barrel my numbers are off. Man, I have a while. It's been a while since I did. <laughs> how many? How many beers? Just give us ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many beers from a barrel? Yeah. So, is it four thousand thirty? Three thousand nine hundred. Three thousand say thirty-eight, thirty-nine hundred. Um. So, man, I feel like I need to do some math right now on my phone. But, but, but essentially, we're talking about we're talking how about pennies. Right. 
300 yeah, beers to a barrel. Yes. So, so if we go 300 beers to a barrel times 700,000, now we're talking about what that real number is. Shitload of beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> 150 beers is nothing. Right. So, so in, um, we, I mean, there's multiple. <laughs> you know, small brew house, large brew house. So in a, I guess I'll give you a number. Uh, so in a packaging run, sometimes we run one, you know, run of all day, which would be one PO or whatever. Uh, we could do 200 to 260,000 beers, you know, in one run. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking 260,000 cans just easily. Yeah, uh, on one run. On one run. Yeah. The amount of damaged cans that could come from that could be easily 1,000. And you just... And they're just gone. Yeah. You know, they're just... Just shuck them. You chuck, the cans recycled, yep. done. So the amount of beer that we were, you know, asking for this cause was very small yeah i was told that there was no budget for these beers we could not afford them uh, in my mind it is a no-brainer a company from west michigan that's just like us is also doing something in the city of detroit for the community we we need to join forces and make it happen regardless uh i did my diligence and i actually went to another department got a different budget made it happen and i was made to seem like i was going behind people's back to make things happen um, which really surprised me with all of this because even after asking for months about a budget for what it looked like to help with the city, I was pushed off. I kept being pushed off. Finally, I was there January. I'd been there three months before I talked and said, look, I need to know what the budget is, what it's going to look like for us to give you know, money to this, this city and, and plan these events and do these things in the community. And I was told there is no budget. Not in the plans. Not in the plans. So, you know, you tell me what that seems like if you're a company that has zero budget for anything to build your community or plan your events. Mm -hmm. There was no effort into that. Mm -hmm. And it shows. Look now. Yeah. There's there's nothing being done. Did they they ask you to go out and partner with other organizations or anything like that? There was never an ask. There was no ever clear direction. There was no other. Anything that I did, I had to do it myself. So that was my question. So any, any <laughs> partnership with any community entity was something you took the initiative to do and something that they were not necessarily interested in doing. And or intentional about. Or intentional about, and especially if it cost money. Yeah. Especially if it costs money, which is, I mean, what are you going to do for the community for free? Yeah. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work that way at all. And we have to be genuine about these things that, you know, we come into. I have said that I'm, you know, the reason I love Detroit is because if you're a good human and you work hard, Detroit, Detroit will fuck with you. Detroit will embrace you. That's Detroit right. will yeah. embrace you. Yeah. And I love that yeah. because until I can actually prove to Detroit that I'm a great human, I'm here to, like, help this city in any way I can. I am, I am not yet a part of the city. And until this city accepts me and understands mm-hmm. that that's what I'm willing to do in order to be a part of it, then that's what it's going to be. And yeah. until that moment... It's it, a blue-collar hard work ethic. Yeah, yeah man. Is. These southerners that, that migrated city, up here man. Yeah. To, to, make, to make it better for their families. Yeah. Yeah. To make it better you know, for so, their families. And, and that attitude has stuck generationally throughout the city. And I mean, and I'm going to put on my nerd historian hat for a minute, but I mean, you look at two generations back, you're looking at families who migrated here from the South to come work at auto factories yep. and did whatever the hell they had to do, do. to get from Alabama yep. and Georgia 
and Mississippi and bring their families up and later bring on. And bring their families bring up their later families. on. Yeah. So sometimes fathers were up here working in these plants for a fraction of what white workers were working for per day, right. trying to save up to bring their families here. Yeah. yeah. If you read yeah. the making of Detroit, Henry Ford will tell you how we did. Oh. See what I'm saying? That's another story. And so That's now, story. but I say all that to say how we're not far removed from that. Mm-hmm. My dad has 50 years at Ford Motor Company, and we're well, 50 plus at this point. Yeah. But it, it speaks to we're not far removed from those very same people who did whatever they had to do to better their lot in life. And that same work ethic, that same kind of grit still exists in this city. Right. And if you don't embrace that, we're not going to look at you. You're going to be an outsider. You're going to be an outsider. No matter what you build, no matter matter what what you you say, no matter if you're not exhibiting that same grit or an appreciation for that grit and appreciation for the people that are here, you are going to be an outsider. And you have to be transparent about that. Yes. You have to be 100% transparent about that because people are going to know. Yeah. You can't fake the phone. Yeah. You cannot fake the phone. Well, it's just like in, in today's credit. When we when we asked the question to him about reaching out to the community, he said, you know what? We've got things that we want to do, but we're not quite sure how to do it. We don't, we'd like to do more. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of grit that I'm talking about to be able to say, I don't know. You tell me. Right. Because yeah. I, I got a laundry list of stuff. When we when we shut these mics off, me and Dane might be here for another hour because I could say, well, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. But to come to a point where you say, yeah, you know what? In that vein, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me out. Right. And it takes that. It really takes it that. It takes that. It takes that. And yeah. uh, You got to accept it. Right? You have to. You, you know, um, because I guess going back to the emails that Harry and I sent earlier, you know, it was a genuine outreach to try to save a brewery that we both felt so much affection for um, and trying to help them become good community neighbors and partners. Uh, but it was just, we were spurned. And you, and you may have heard me say this. I don't want to sink foundership. I want to see them right the ship. Right the ship. Because yeah. the truth of the matter is, from a uh, economic standpoint and even from a industry standpoint, Founders is an important place in this area and holds an important place in, in craft brewing. Yeah, for sure. Now, if they want to fuck that up, that's on them. If they if they want to do nothing about this and let that you deteriorate, right? If they want to continue to let this thing roll downhill and deteriorate, that's on them. Yeah. But for those of us, particularly locally, I mean, it, there's no denying that they that they hold an important space in this craft beer larger space. Yeah. Um, and to be so irresponsible with such a gift that has been given to you, your, your importance in that space is going to erode. They owe it. You know, they owe it. They owe Damn it. They right owe, they do. They owe it to the beer community and the beer industry. They've set so many standards and so many trends for for beer You know, over the past five to ten years. Yeah. Um, they have been a standard with the growth mm-hmm. and with just... Uh, you know, creating all day session. You know, yeah. session ales. Uh, they owe it to the community. I, I know for me, when I first, you know, I grew up in West Michigan, and seeing the change that founders had for that community on certain levels, that's what made me want to work there. That's what made me want to be a part of that. They community. read the same. So, you, so you saw that. They, I saw yeah. that. You know, so I I wanted people to understand that. Just as much as we can affect change in beer, we can check. We can affect change in culture. Absolutely. Because beer does that. 
people, you know, when you get to like talking about beer and beer culture and drinking and people coming together and having a good time. You have all kinds of conversations. You can have all man. kinds of conversations. Yeah. And one thing Founders was super heavy on that was lacking here in Detroit, if you've ever been to the tap room, and if anybody listening has been to the tap room in Detroit or uh, Grand Rapids, they are so music heavy. Yes. And yes. one thing about music, where words fail, music speaks. Agreed. And there were so many times that I could go into that tap room and I could see a multitude of different varieties of music, from rock to funk to bluegrass to hip hop to whatever. And that is what combines our cultures. When you look at things now, music, I mean, you look at anyone's phone and there is such a different category of, of music and things that like in, in, that people embrace to come together. Uh, it's hard to look at one person's phone and say, well, you just have country or you just have rock or you just have hip hop. Yeah. Everybody has this mixture. And that is one thing that just naturally, literally builds us together. You should check out Donka's playlist. Oh man, Donka's playlist, man. It's, sch it's schizophrenic, dog. <laughs> Sasha's in any better. It's all over. All over. And that, but, that's, but that's great because that's what, you know, that's what brings us together. And that is one thing that the Detroit Tap Room was lacking. Uh, and, you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Yeah. I tried to get them to understand that you know, we're going to have to, to really pull out all of these strings in order to get the city to embrace us. Mm. The city. Yeah. I'm not talking about people from Rochester, nah, people from the Novi. city proper. I'm talking about the city proper because yeah. they need us. Yeah. They need us. They need people like us and companies like us right now who have had such a great reputation for building these blocks and bringing people together. Um, but like people have said, and a lot of people have said, and I never wanted to see it, uh, money rules all. Yeah. Money now, rules all. switching up from founders because we keep, you know, mm -hmm. fuck founders. Let's, let's yeah. move on. You know, they, they keep monopolizing the conversation. But, um, so, so what's next with the movement? A any other uh, so we have a, programs set yep, up? Or what's so we have a, a rally that's going on tomorrow um, at River on Grand. Uh, that starts at 7. Uh, it'll go until about midnight. Um, we are actually working on um, creating a team to where this team will be consist of legal uh, counseling and a HR kind of diversity inclusion person to where we will actually be able to set up this type of programming to where we can actually go to companies and talk about these things and these issues and what they can do and, and how they can move forward with these these types of processes. Because uh, people want to know and people need yeah. to know and businesses um, are, are hungry for those kinds of things. Not everybody's lucky enough to have an HR department or have an HR representative. So we want to keep that movement going. Um, we're also hoping that here in the near future we can actually partner with a couple of local organizations that are kind of doing things. Uh, it's crazy when you start searching the internet for uh, misconduct as far as sexual harassment, sexual assault, and discrimination, all sorts of things pop up. But when mm -hmm. you start talking about workplace misconduct, yeah. mm -hmm. there is zero. There are yeah. very, wow. very, 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 very few organizations that are set up to do that. So uh, this is really just kind of starting for the workplace. Yeah. You know? We look to be the catalyst for a lot of things. So I know you've mentioned having a few rallies um, out in Grand Rapids. Anything planned for the for the metro area? Uh, yeah. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, literally. Oh, okay. Yep. Tomorrow, the the rally that we're having tomorrow is actually at uh, River on Grand. Okay. Uh, a guy named Bruno actually owns the space. Uh, gotcha. it's a, okay. It's okay. an old bank building on yep. Grand River. Uh, I'm not as familiar with Detroit, but yep. uh, I know it is. Um, 
It is in the city. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> it gotcha. is in the city. It's not far from here. No, if it, Cor- it is the same uh, spot I'm Cor- thinking Cor- about. City. Yeah. Uh, yep. On the back side of Woodbridge. Yep. That area. Yep. Uh, yep. So it's not far. Uh, it's a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. He's kind of redone it. Uh, and he plans on, you know, holding lots of events there and different, okay. you know, different things there. Kind of a but, flex uh, space, if you will. Kind of yeah. a flex space. But uh, we'll start there. And I hope to have a lot of other things uh, done there because uh, Bruno's a great human. Yeah. Um, and he's helped me out with a lot of things. Uh, well, keep us in the loop, man. Uh, well, you know, let us know what, you know when things are going on. I know that certainly, if things are going on, and I can and I can make it, I'll definitely, uh, you know, come out and, and, and support. Yeah. Well, Harry, I like to take a couple liberties uh, because it is Wayne's Day. Uh, <laughs> it's Harry's day. Well, it's always Harry's day. And it's Mark's day. But, but but it's but it's Mark's day Eve on Wayne's day. But uh, no, yeah, you. No, well, you're dead. She Saturday hasn't earned a day. Then. You know, she hasn't earned her day back yet. So you know, that, her day's still in suspense. But um, since it is Wayne's day, let's jump back into Wayne's day way back machine because yeah. we were so excited about you coming on to the yes. show. That we, we we jumped into heavy conversation uh, immediately, and we did not talk about you know what got you into drinking. Yeah, we didn't, talk, oh, about, man, we didn't talk about the important stuff right, of drinking, yeah. man. Yeah, what time that brews? Yeah, I know, I know. We jumped into the biz. Like, I know. We've been trying to get Tracy here, bro. Right, right. We missed each other a few yeah. times, so you know we've been trying to get you here forever. So we just. We're happy you came. Thank you. But, but let's go back to, uh, you know, hey, what got you into this craft beers and what's your favorite styles and, you know. Um, first, what got me into craft beer was the culture. Okay. okay. Um, you know, we can all sit around and drink, you know, different kind of beers, you know, all day. But the the kind of conversations that we can actually have while drinking craft beer, yeah. that's what that's what got me into into craft beer. Uh, styles. Um, you know, I generally, when I go to a place, I always want to try their most basic of basic beers because that lets me know how everything else will yep. probably mm-hmm. play out. And you it's can hard make to it, do them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it's, a good it's, pillar, it's hard. You know, Everything else is probably and lagers yes. are, are yeah. the hardest <laughs> things to do. Yes. They're the hardest, yeah. they're the hardest <laughs> things to do. You can't fool it. Can't fool it. You can't put clouds in there and make it Make it hazy. They never know. You can't throw a bunch of chocolate in there and throw you know throw throw me off. So I've definitely been into a lot of the pills lately. What got me into craft beer i would say uh porters mm, okay. okay porters were uh you know founders made a great porter you know? agree yeah founders yeah. made it you know a great porter i don't know why it's not well, more you, know, you said you're from kelms too yes did, did, were you a bells bells guy? yeah so bells is what originally started me you know being in kalamazoo going to western and being a part of you know that whole whatever um Right up the street. Oh, yeah. Right, right up the street. street. Yeah. yeah. Local. Oberon Day was was crazy. Right. It's <laughs> like, like a real holiday yeah, out is, there. Yeah. Yeah. Oberon Day was. Have you crazy. heard about our Grady special? Oh, the Grady oh, special. Oh, Grady's oh, gone. He's not Grady's here. gone. Yeah. We we have you know Grady every Oberon day got a shot of that comes yeah, out. Man. Oh, we celebrate the Grady yeah. special. Yeah. Uh, a fresh Oberon and a shot of Grand Marnier. Really? Yeah, man. Okay. So in 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 the in the and beer. And you pour that yes. okay. pour that Grand Marnier right into the beer. Okay. And it is something special. Hence the Grady special. And seven eights Overrun. I see. I see your wheels turning. Like you might have. Like wait a minute. I might have to try that on the way home. Give me a little shot bottle of Grand Marnier. It is very special. And 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 Bells again was another 
place for me that whenever I got near Kalamazoo, yeah, yeah, you know, I had the detour to make sure I stopped by, yeah. and yeah, you know, was always crossing my fingers that maybe they're releasing Black Note today, right? right. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, 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 it's right around that time, maybe, and, maybe. you know, so yeah, um, Bell's definitely uh, set set some things. Uh, you know, it's funny how. Bell's kind of was the standard. Yeah. You know, yeah. For, yeah. For a while, and then other breweries start, you know, popping up and you know creeping up on. Yeah. Them. Bell's always Bell's always has some sleepers. So and what do, what do you what do you think about this uh, this this hazy takeover? Like this like this is amazing. I, this is my second one of these tonight. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, Champion Day. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I have you yet, into the haze. I am. I am into the. I'm. I am into all sorts of different things. <laughs> I'm one of those I'm people man. where I don't ever and like to do. I'm four away from trying everything <laughs> on, on on the <laughs> menu right. <laughs> So yeah. I don't ever like to do <laughs> tastings, like small tasting samplings or whatever. I yeah. need a full. I need the full beer. That's what I've been doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. I need the full. Scare like, I, don't, you. I, I, I need the full. You know, full hey, you beer. Need to hang out with us a little bit. Yeah. 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 Come on, like we already know this is gonna, this is gonna happen. Yeah. Outside of this. Yeah. yeah. Outside yeah. Of this, we got. We got. Yeah. 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 We do. We do a New Year's gathering every year. So yeah. you come hang out, drink with us. Got a skip day coming. Got a skip day coming. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I look for I look forward to it. You know, I love you know, like I said, the first, the camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. Talking with yeah. people. That's yeah. the that's the, the best part about craft beer, bringing us all together and being able to have these, you know, great conversations. Absolutely. Be all from different backgrounds, different cultures, different classes, different everything, and you know, just be you get a couple drinks and you truth comes out. <laughs> and I think that's what we want to do. Um, because we always say, you know, for the culture, but um, we're going to help breweries, and, and Dana stepped out. We, we, we'll talk off mic, but we're going to help those understand the Bruce Brothers formula. Because I can't say that we've mastered it, but I think we're doing, we're doing it damn right. good we're, and, and just about right. as good as anybody else. <laughs> yeah, we're doing because it. Because we, we got rid of the racial overtones or looking at uh, gender or you know it doesn't matter hey, if you can drink a beer you can about with the beer us. man it's about you know, the beer and, 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 and the and, culture and, and, yeah. and so with that um, I think that we have kind of conquered what everybody really needs to be successful in terms of endearing themselves to the overall population so mm-hmm. we gotta figure out how to bottle this thing gotta figure out how to bottle this thing man <laughs> Put it on some shelves. Monetize this thing. And, and, and we can always put Mark in his suit and sigh and, you know. I mean, he's great. He looks good. He looks good right now. He looks good right now. I don't know. You've probably never seen Mark with his beard, man. He's a different guy. Yeah. So. That happens all the time. Yeah. Did you call the Gandalf, man? Did you scare some people? <laughs> um, I look different. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm thinking about cutting mine off. That's don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It grows back fast. Yeah, I know, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. So right now, so what's in your fridge now? What are you What are you really high on right now? Um, in terms so, of beers. So I've actually been drinking uh, a lot of cocktails. <laughs> Talk to me about we do, we do cocktails too, man. Yes. No, I've been actually. We, we actually, know a little something about bourbon around yeah, these I've ways. actually been uh, single moss. You know, come on, single, man. Yeah, you know, we, we do it all. Been uh, yeah. touching on the the scotches a little bit, but um, okay. I, I want to switch back to beers and let people know. Obviously, I do drink uh, liquor, but beers wise, um, I think being in Detroit when I got here. 
I didn't realize how close Toronto was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not realize yeah. how close Toronto was. was. Yeah, Being from the west side of the state, when you want to go to a larger city and you want to kick it, Go to Chicago. Go to Chicago because it's a couple hours away. So yep. being here, I just happened to be here and you know saw some people. And they were like, "Oh, we're just hanging out from Toronto, kicking it." You know, I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, we just stopped by this brewery." And yeah. so, um, thank you. I just didn't know how close it was. Uh, there is a brewery out of um, uh, God. This is not Toronto. It's on the way to Toronto. Uh, Ham, why can I not think of the, the Hamilton. Name? Hamilton. Hamilton, Thank Ontario. You. Thank you. Um, Hamilton. Uh, my friend would kill me right now if she knew I forgot the name of that town. <laughs> um, but Hamilton. Uh, Fairweather Brewery. Okay. Not hip. Everyone, please, live <laughs> out there, if you get a chance and you don't have any felonies and you can cross the border. <laughs> you can cross you can cross in the Canada. Or you have felonies and they've been exposed. Hey Rob, we'll can, bring you something back. Look, I don't know Sasha, if you need to float up. I don't know if you need to float a kayak across, but get get to Hamilton and Fairweather Brewery in Hamilton. They have some of the best beers I've ever had in my entire really? life. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Fairweather Brewery in Hamilton. Uh, not too far from the safari. Yeah, not too far. No, not at all. I See, haven't been there. But I've actually, got five kids, so I know all this. Like, <laughs> I don't have a day. He's got two now, so he can catch up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have not been there, but I know, yeah, that is not too far. Um, but, yeah, Hamilton... Uh, you know, if you're in Detroit, you know, obviously this podcast is based out of Detroit, but reaches, you know, everywhere, far and wide. But if you are based out of, you know, West Michigan, the Midwest, the East Side, Detroit, uh, please head to Hamilton and check out Fairweather Brewery and hit Toronto. Toronto has some. Been there many times, Toronto man. has not some on the, on the beer shit, but I've been there. I like I loaded up my trunk and. <laughs> I was praying to God they didn't pull me over and be like, yo, say, be yo, careful. Did you what's all this stuff back here? Did you declare? Uh, uh, I did. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, all right. Did. Like, so we're all good. Ding, ding, ding on the bill. They're like, oh, did you, did you bring anything? You know, do you have anything to declare? And I was like, yeah, right here. This is a six-pack I have. My cars look like that. Looking like Prohibition days, right? Rocks in the Wheel wells. Yeah, Toronto has some some really great blood brothers. Is over okay. over there in Toronto. Um, There's a it's not it's a Bell something or another in Toronto. Bell because they did a collaboration. Um, What's the other one with ago. the? They, they do a lot of the heavier coffee stouts. Is that the one you're Flying Monkey? About? Not the Flying Monkey. It's another one. Uh, they come over here. They're about twenty five. I mean, they got yeah. Uh, I don't know. The west side of the state. Yeah. There is. Um, Creston, Creston Brewery, which okay. is black owned. I did not really? know that. Really? Yes. I had heard of Creston, but I did not please, know it was black owned. Please, please, they please. They are on so, my list now. Yes. So please check out Creston. Creston, actually, the two individuals that own Creston are former founders' employees. Is that right? They okay. Both actually opened I am up Creston. I have to road trip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got people out Molly that way. And so. Scott, uh, okay. they are very, very good humans. Okay. And, um, we'll put them in a the rotation. Yeah. yeah. I know we've got to get. To Toledo also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black, Frog. Black Frog. Black Frog up yeah. there. So I've never heard of that. Got a few places in, in, in 
that we got to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Creston, please. Yeah, definitely good to have places close. You know, at, at some point, we'd love to get down to uh, San Antonio to weather souls. Shout out to the Baskerville. To the Baskerville brothers uh, <laughs> doing their thing. Um, but, yeah, man, it, you know, I, I did not know that they were black-owned, so that's that's definitely yes. um, more of an impetus for me to check them out. I, I've, I've definitely enjoyed the work that uh, Arbon is doing out there, too. Mm, um, um, they don't have a tap room yet. They're just like Canon and this drone. Arbon's okay. doing some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, in Granville. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're doing some good oh, stuff, they're too. Pushing nice. They're pushing keg-heavy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, clearly you guys know a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah, I had some cans. I've, I've got to ago. say too, man. This being my first time um, at Eastern Market Brewing, I've tried three fourths of the lineup so far, and we've got a, another ten minutes. So maybe by the time we're off the air, I would have had a hundred percent. But I've, I've I've not been disappointed in anything yet. No, got, got no. some great offerings down here. No. So. Um, yeah. if, if you haven't been down there, man, you find yourself anywhere near Eastern Market. Come, come on to down, Eastern Market Brewery, <laughs> and, and and you know we might give, you know, what's this a third? We'll give you know Dane every third Wednesday with me, and we'll call it Wayne and Dane's Day. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne and Dane's Day. Uh, he, he can't get every Wednesday. You know, come on now, but, but you, just give him every third Wednesday. Yeah, we give him every third Wednesday. He, he can come on and join in for the fun, but you know we, we'll. Have to share off air with him about the special history of Wayne's Day. Indeed, indeed. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, Tracy, is there any are, are there any uh, any thoughts you want to leave with people who are um, you know because a lot of us, man, the, the litigation is, is quite honestly has picked up steam, and um, every day I, I, I seem to encounter people who have heard about it who didn't know about it before or have heard more about, more it. about it. Are there any thoughts you want to leave people with about that or anything else? Uh, I appreciate you giving me this, uh, you know, time to, uh, to say, to say this, um, for people that are out there fighting this battle and you feel like you are hopeless, just hold on, mm -hmm. hold All on right. and know that, uh, you know, help is coming. Uh, help is coming. We are in a time right now where, uh, there's a lot of turmoil going on with, uh, you know, our elective state and how things are um, based upon, you know, Democrats and Republicans and where we are. And at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. We are all humans. And sometimes we need some help. And uh, people just have to realize that just just hold on. And actually, if you have something going on, know that there are people out there to help you. Right. Because so many times we don't think there are. And so many we times, think it's just us. We think it's just us, and yeah. we don't want to be able to use our voice to actually overcome these things. Um, it's hard. It is very, very hard. But look to your friends, look to your, you know, your people, and try to empower yourself and know that there is help. And uh, with this organization, we are going to look to help everybody we can that are in those employment situations because they're they're very tough. Yeah, they're very, very tough. Well, definitely, man. Anything that Brewers Brothers can do uh, in terms of being an ally um, to that platform. We're here. We're here, man. Let us know. Thank you. I, yeah. I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Yeah, man. And, and <laughs> this, one, this won't be our last time talking, bro. Oh, no. Whether it's on mic or off mic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it'll definitely be over some beers, man. So, yeah. you know, we uh, appreciate you coming out. And I appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, absolutely. Uh, Dane, anything you want to say as parting shots before we... Get out of here. You've been such a gracious host. You have. Thank you, you for been, hosting us. You've been us. an amazing host. Um, uh, Dane from Eastern Market Brewing Company. We've had wings. We've had nachos. We've had great beer. 
Sasha's been um, fanning herself for yeah, Sasha, two hours now. Because the beers you know. are so great, Sasha's on fire. You know, it's just been... Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, is there any, anything you want to leave us with, bro? Well, I just want to thank Rob for connecting us and you guys coming out. Um, these are the conversations that we want to have here. And as we talked about, I don't always know where to go to, to, to access, to have those conversations, you know, to bring people in. Um, and so... I just want to thank all you guys for coming here and having these conversations. And I guess the last thing I want to say is that I don't want them to just end here. Um, Whether that's a podcast, you know, I want us to continue to have these conversations over beer um, and and see where we can take this and how we can grow. um, We can talk about anything you want to over beer, brother. Yeah. I'd love to, man. I'd love to. That's why we started this brewery. Yeah. Good conversation over beer. So I, I just appreciate all you guys coming. I Thank appreciate you. you staying yeah. for this conversation because you could have just disappeared oh, no. and came right. back, you know, yeah. <laughs> half an hour later. Thank or you. You know what? It's the founders. Yeah. So Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, you make a good point. You make a good point, and I was going to mention that. So, what we did in terms of formatting the show, we brought Dane on first because he's got a brewery full of people out there, and we're like, we don't want to hold up his night. We'll get him on. Yeah. Tracy came to join us. We know we got him the rest of the night, and. Dane has been hanging out with us all night, all night. Yeah. to have this conversation, and he didn't have to do that. Because, yeah. um, again, he's got a brewery full of people playing trivia um, with uh, Mr. Golden Voice himself, Rob Everett. <laughs> <laughs> so, you so just we, won a million dollars. That. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to say well, one more thing that I've been thinking about, and kind of what drew me over was a comment that you were making when I was listening, Wayne, was that you went to Founders, and not to bash on Founders, but yeah. you said that you walked in and, and didn't feel welcome there. And if there's a group of people that are from Detroit that come to Eastern Market and come to our brewery, I get nervous because I feel like I'm the outsider. I'm, <laughs> I, I grew up in Ann Arbor and yeah. I came here. And so I'm always doing everything I can. And I don't know when that'll change. I hope someday that'll change where I feel like you know, I'm part of the community, but you mentioned this as well. You know, you're not from Detroit, and you're going to do everything you can to you know earn the respect of people that are from Detroit, and I feel the same way. So yeah. it's unfortunate because uh, we're new, we're coming here trying to start a business and we need to prove ourselves. So that's what kind of drew me in was to hear you talk about that. Cause I think about it all the time. Like how can I bring people that are from Detroit that grew up in Detroit and make them feel like they can be part of this community. Whereas I am an outsider and you know, I spend way too much time at the brewery. Um, ask my wife. Um, <laughs> right. I wouldn't want to check my phone right now. <laughs> um, but I, I want to figure out how that we can integrate ourselves just as a business, you know, put everything else aside as a business, someone who's, who's not from Detroit. And it's just great to be able to have these conversations here um, because up until now, to be completely honest, I don't think these conversations have happened in this, in this brewery. And so yeah. I just feel like this is a, a Step in the right direction. Rob and I talked a lot right. about it. We, we talked about Grand we talk under, yeah, yeah, we're grammars. We talked about that yeah. at the Winter Beer Fest. Is yeah. that, you know, you were talking about the, said, Rob, what can the, I what do? can you do? And and you wanted you step forward and you wanted to have, you know, a minority intern to be able to actually learn everything that goes on and the inner workings of, of you know of the beer industry and to actually support those that are out there, you know, that are minorities that you know walk into these breweries and have the unfortunate situation of counting allies when you yeah. walk into a brewery yeah. and yeah. looking at the X's in case something goes wrong. Yeah. And you don't need two hands. Look, when you count your allies, and you, you've got some yeah. of your people that you know that you can count on, and yeah. 
there's not a lot of people in that a lot of people, a lot of minorities that are in the business. Yeah, yeah. and it, it makes it very difficult not only for for those who actually want to get into the business, but those who actually just kind of look around yeah. and just see who's in the business and say, this this isn't for me because yeah. this isn't my people. Yeah, this, this isn't what, what I'm not being represented. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's right. just no yeah. representation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, I really appreciate having that conversation. I mean, I mean, and it, it wasn't even you know a provoked conversation. It was just it was just there. Yeah. And it was it was really good to, to have that in Winter yeah. Fest. So yeah. I, I do and it, appreciate. It means a lot to me, but I don't want to take the credit for it because uh, the team that we have here, they talk about it every single day. Our, our brewers, um, they're always talking about these things. Yeah. Um, we talk about how Eastern Market's getting gentrified. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I've been here a long time. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. I grew up in Detroit and I was like, what? Who are coming in and buying things <laughs> yeah. up, which I just saw an article today about Mootown closing yeah. because now someone has bought that property yeah. and now Eastern Market has now lost their ice cream partner. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Town is closing? Yeah. yeah. Mootown is closing at the end of next month. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and so we. I'm getting off on a little bit. Can we keep going? No, you're good. No, you're good. Um, Where are we at on time, Ellie? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. I've been drinking beer all night. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Detroit is changing so much. Um, and um, p- part of me doesn't want to get political in any way because I want to feel like everyone's welcome. But then part of me is like kind of what you're trying to watch, Race. Like, we have a role to play here. We're yeah. a community hub. Um, for everyone in Eastern Market, and so it's a tough balancing act. I want everyone to feel welcome, so I don't want to be, you know, publicly always stating my views and how I feel about things. But I also feel like I have a role to play, and yeah. so I'm like walking that tightrope of how do I say what I need to say to make sure that we play that role. And then at a certain point, you got to put your foot down. You got to say this is how I feel. Yeah. And I can get I can get into how I feel about founders. If you put my brewers on the mic, right. uh, you would hear some very serious opinions. Just check their Instagram. So, um, well, maybe we'll come back next week yeah. and we'll talk to them too. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to have, a, yeah, they would get super deep on it. Probably say things that I'd say. All right, I'm all for it. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, they're they have the right to have those opinions, sure. and it's not my place as their employer yeah. to stop them. Um, obviously, if they're hurting someone, then that's when I get involved. But they, they right. have their opinions. But yeah. that's commendable to you to also allow them just free thinking and not try yeah, to, to yeah to have that yeah, space yeah. for them to be able and, to do that and, and say they're rogue employees. Their hearts are wasn't our tweet. Rogue employees. Rogue employees. Shout out to the rogue employees. Shout out to the rogue employees. <laughs> Cheers to the rogue employees. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about what type of collaborations we want to do, what type of partnerships we want to do, and we've had so many debates amongst ourselves. Like, do we want to partner with the Dan Gilbert-owned company with what's happening in the city? And there's opinions, positive and negative, on both sides. Yeah. As opposed to us just saying, no, we won't do this, we won't do that. We need to figure out how to have conversations within the brewery about those things, as opposed to saying yes or no. And yeah. outside. Yeah, of the brewery. And, yeah, outside of the brewery And well. that's, the, that's the crazy part that <clears throat> these conversations, A, are not being had. And B, yep. they're not that's being the had like, with the people that need to have yeah. With the stakeholders. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, with the stakeholders. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know Dan Gilbert personally, and I don't know all the things that he, that he's done, positive or negative. Yeah. But like, at some point, you have to come out and make a stance and say something like, look, this is really what I intend on doing for this city. Yeah. And this, you know, I, I'm building all of this capital to really help you. Or, hey, like, 
I'm just trying to fill my pockets because yeah. either way, you need to let people make their own choice. I mean, he owns a, he owns a basketball team in Cleveland. That says enough about. Him. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only he, thing he, he can't own two. Right? He can't own two. That's true. Don't be surprised if he sells that one. Don't be surprised if he That's the word on the street. Yeah, it's been a word for yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have the conversation. Off the mic, I heard some things today. That, that gotta have those conversations. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and to that point, you know, there there needs to be there needs to be a venue. Excuse me, there needs to be a venue and a consistent venue for those conversations. And rest assured that whatever space Brews Brothers is in, yeah. those conversations are being had. Whether it's at a bottle share at somebody's house. Whether it's at a, a, a tap takeover at somebody's bar, a bottle release at, at a brewery, sitting around talking shit at Eastern Market. Either way, where, wherever we are, these conversations happen because it's who we are. You know, we're, we're a group full of, of um, people who really value that diversity and value the differences in people. 2 a.m. thoughts. Two way. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they get a little muddled, but their thoughts no less. Hey Grady. Hey Grady. Yes. Hey Grady. Can can you give a shout? We got a few folks that have uh, been with us all night. Let's give them a quick shout out before we close off. Yeah. Who? Oh yes, we got. Oh, we got Ivy over here, my sister in law. We got Phil Simmons over here. Um, and I'm sorry, your name again, Andy. Mark's homeboy Andy has been hanging out. Thanks with for us hanging tonight. out with us tonight. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Hope y'all had having some fun, some, having some beers with us. See you got some chips and hummus and over there. You know, uh, <laughs> all housemaid. All housemaid. All right, all right. All right. Andrew so asked you, you to chug. Andrew asked me to chug. Andrew did yep. ask you to chug. He did. Wow. He asked so, right here, man. He did. Yeah, and and Mark hey. too because he said Grady, but Grady's not here, so he said you can do. And it you know what? Day. I'll do a Grady <laughs> chug. <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta say, man, Adam, hey, Adam, hey, Elsesser. Hey, Andrew, you asked me to chug, so I'll do a Grady chug. And, and how many ounces are these? Five. Dang, five, five. A five Wait ounce chug. I have to sip some down. Grady only does three ounce chugs. But <laughs> I'll, I'll see your three ounce chug, Grady. Here's a five ounce chug. Uh, for Andrew. Cheers to that. <laughs> and so for those for those that are unfamiliar with Bruce Brothers, Cheers. generally chugging is not part of our culture. However, Adam Elsesser on was it Friday night decided he wanted to chug and so uh, he kind of started this ball rolling and uh, I don't remember who called me out but I shut that shit down fast. You did. I, you did. I chugged the Barrel Aged Expedition Stout and chased it with two fingers of Eagle Rare so I don't, uh, shit else too. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. I didn't leave a lot to be said behind that. So. Now, now, I don't know. I've, I've got, you know, I called Grady out with a eighteen ounce. I don't have nothing to do with that. You called and, Grady, and, 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 you know, I, I Grady's been hiding ever I, since. I did my thing. I'm good. Wait, you were supposed to be there at her share. At the swill yeah. share. Yeah. My yeah. driver didn't show up. My driver. <laughs> Shout out to Christian. <laughs> we missed you tonight. Hey, you didn't show up tonight either. Yeah. So, What's see, going on? My driver's my driver's been lost, man. Yeah, he's right, right, right. Now he's promoting everything, you yeah. know. Yeah. I guess he's the director, he's not my driver anymore. So. <laughs> Nobody needs to be calling you out because whenever anybody calls you out, you have that financial advisor collection. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to be calling you out. I, 
like I said, at a Hey, you tried to call me out once, I, didn't you, Ron? One time. One time. Don't do it. Just to say, hey, I'm drinking something that has a slightly higher ABV than you. And it just deteriorates from there. It just. Shallow. Hey. <laughs> I'm already drunk. What's another one? Yeah. <laughs> and he's breaking out with 12%, 30%, 12%. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't keep up with hey, that. Hey, you got to be careful, bro. No, no. Be careful who you call out. That's no all mas. Right. No mas. No mas. Grady, no say mas. no mas, and I'll leave you alone. I will not call. I will not tag you on anything nope. on Bruce Brothers. Just say Happy Wednesday. You gotta be that. That's it. That's no, it. I'm not doing that again. So as as we wind down, any parting shots from around the table? Hey, just want to remind everybody: enjoy your Wednesday. Enjoy your every day. Sir. Sasha. Um, uh, I never know what to say. Oh, she's I don't. too hot. Yeah. <laughs> so mean to me. Listen, okay, hold on, hold on. This was a pilsner that she gave me. Hey, y'all, Which before we it? before we turn the mics on, Sasha got everything to say. Huh? First principle. Fresh principle. First, first principle. First principle. Okay, so I've been in search of a summer beer to drink. Is that it? Have and you this, found your summer beer? I like really good. I could drink many of these. All right. Yeah. How many do you have tonight? So you're replacing Just that one. That one. <laughs> don't drink shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never let you forget. That's all it takes. <laughs> that, no, never let you forget. Uh, never, never. Tracy, any parting shots, man? Uh, thank you guys. Thank uh, you. Thank, thank you guys you. for having me on. This has been great, and uh, you know I can't wait to see what the future holds for you guys, uh, for myself, and for everybody else. And uh, yeah. you know, keep hope alive, man. Keep Dope. hope Let's alive. Let's do it. Mark Donkers, I know you got something to go, man. Hey, uh, thanks, Dane, for hosting us. Uh, Tracy for showing up. And uh, hope to see some people over at uh, Perrin. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, All right, a couple right. people week, at the table. Half. Yeah, there's a couple people at the table. You'll and, see. Uh, I'm not one of and, them. But, uh, yeah. And also, triple mash day. So. Triple yes, mash triple day. Mash you, day. Can, you can double dip. Yeah. You might be, <laughs> you might be fucked up. I was, <laughs> <laughs> hope you got an Uber. <laughs> Uber, Uber from Grand Rapids. Right. Credit cards have limits. Well, I tell you that, that that Uber costs less than that DUI. So please be responsible. Uber to and from Grand Rapids or wherever else you gotta go. Um, just real quick, Donkers. I know you guys do trivia on Thursday nights at Canton Brew Works. I was at CBW on set on Sunday. Man, their IPA game is on point right now. They, uh, they Rob was with me. They every every IPA I had was really damn good. Super solid stuff. From from uh, where they started from, yeah. they have they have yeah. stepped it up to the next level. That's the exact conversation we had. I said, you know, fun yeah. fact: if you Google the ribbon cutting for CBW, I am in the front row, uh, and they have gotten progressively better with their beers. Um, since day one instead of kind of sitting on it and letting it be whatever it's going to be so Absolutely. shouts to them and um, at some point I may join you over there for uh, the trivia maybe tomorrow well tomorrow. since tonight is podcast night my wife might put the kibosh on that <laughs> I would guess we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do alright <laughs> and um, if before we get out of here too I've just completed 100% of the tap list what do you think what do you get 4 out of 5 5 out of 5 you know 
fives are hard to come by. They are. You never want to give anybody because, a perfect rating, you know, right? There's actually one beer you haven't had yet. Uh-oh. Oh? Uh-oh. Oh, I have to babe. reserve my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, off off speaking. Off speaking. We're almost there. To be continued. It's a lot It's not quite ready, but I'll be All right. That sounds like something I need to try, too. Dan, you got any parting shots for us? I just want to thank you guys again for coming out, and I'm looking forward to continuing the conversations. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for Mr. Golden Golden Vocal Courts himself. Mr. Golden Boys. The Trivia you know, King. You know, trivia King. Well, you guys can come out for trivia every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock at Eastern no, no, Brewing can't. Company. I'm not getting paid. So we're not going to have any of that trivia. Until I get on the payroll, get off the mic with that. We're not having any of that. Hey, Thanks. Moving on. Move his mic. I am always getting paid at Eastern Brewing Company every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. If I'm talking, they're cutting the check. Hey, uh, I definitely want to thank both Tracy. Um, and Dane for uh, spending the evening with us, having some great conversation, some excellent beer. Um, Dane, the you'll see me again. So the, the wings were great too. Nachos. Um, nacho. Yeah, I wish I would have had more of them. Wings. You should have ordered more. You should. <laughs> so again, Tracy, this won't be our last time seeing each other. Dane, this won't be our last time seeing each other. Um, amazing time. I love being in my city. I love the, the energy down here. And uh, yeah, look for some some more diverse clientele <laughs> over the next weeks and months and so on and so forth. And that's something that we'll talk about. Um, for the culture. For the culture, indeed. And so with that, we'll wrap it up. This is Bruce Brothers episode 12 uh, for the culture. Another one in the books live from Eastern Market Brewing Company. If you find yourself down here, stop in, have a brew, great beers. Excellent we're beers. out, we'll see you. Let them uh, know you're part of Bruce Brothers. Let, yeah, mention Bruce Brothers and uh, Dane won't give you anything off. Just make sure you glass. <laughs> uh, service, service might be just quick. Service might be just a tad quick. Uh, but with that, we'll sign off. We'll see y'all in a couple of weeks, first Wednesday in May. Um, again, Bruce Brothers for the culture. Peace. Peace. Cheers. Culture.